Hi, welcome to Almost Cooperstown. I'm Mark. And this is Gordon. And we love talking about baseball. As the season comes to a close, I think it's pretty exciting this year because at least one of the league's playoffs is shaping up to be very, very exciting. I I really think the NL playoffs are shaping up to be a real slugfest that people are going to be excited to watch multiple stages of it. And and we have uh, the American League. I think we both kind of feel, and as everyone does, that the Astros and the Yankees are sort of the class of the league and will likely play for the league championship. But there's still interesting storylines, I think, in the AL because you have teams like the Jays and the Mariners and you have teams like the Guardians where it's the Guardians and the Jays have these really young, exciting cores getting to go to the like the postseason for the first time. And then you have a team like the Mariners who haven't been to the postseason since you know, 2001. We did it on our on our yeah. podcast and, and we did our deep dive. And I, and I think we said we hope it's for the Mariners yeah. and good for them. And, and, you know, the ending the longest playoff drought in professional sports, unfortunately, handing it off in a tie belonging to that partly belongs to our New York Jets. Uh, but hopefully that'll be fixed soon. Um, Not but, this year. <laughs> I, I think this has been a g- really good season for baseball, all things considered. So this is the first season where there is not a game 163 possibility. Interesting, since right. they've kind of put that in as like a real thing. So when they did the collective bargaining and they added this round of the playoffs, uh, so to speak, with the extra uh, team, they basically said, we're not going to have an extra game to break a tie. We're going to have all these tiebreakers. Um, and there could be a tiebreaker, particularly between Philly and Milwaukee in the National League for that final wild card spot. And it'll come down to head-to-head record and then other records against the, the league and the division and so on. So, but there won't be any playoff game like Bobby Thompson or anything like yeah, that. I, I don't know if that's necessary necessarily a good thing but i kind of understand why they went to that as part of the agreement to have you know more teams overall in the playoffs yeah it's all about money right so they got they basically the way the playoffs are going to work is the the uh two best teams get a bye as we all know and then the next best division winner will be the host for three straight games at its ballpark friday saturday and sunday uh on the weekend to determine the divisional series uh uh participants mm. uh so that's you know the playing the three games away if you're the team that is the lower seated team you know i mean baseball isn't as much of a home sport as some but it, matters. it ma- it's gonna matter in this because you're just good at the comfort level of the home team is going to be pretty high right 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 so, but but you know you lose two out of three at home and you've lost the series and you go home right but you I think I guess you feel that you probably would have warranted going home if you couldn't do exactly, any better than that. <laughs> so. Exactly. If you lose and, and you, there's a good chance you just lose two in a row at home, you're out. But you know what? Like it's the playoffs. So I, I don't know if it's because we're chicken. Uh, and that's part of it. So when we picked our teams, we didn't pick division. We winners. didn't pick division winners. And I, as we as we record this on Sunday, uh, b- before we drop on Thursday, uh, the outcome of one of the divisions is still up for grabs, um, and that are the Mets and the Braves. And the Mets have lost two straight going into this third game on a Sunday night. Here, um, yeah, winning tonight would still put the division. Like if they win tonight, the Mets are still in decent shape, for right? The because division. they they win the season series, so they have that tiebreaker. And they basically the just need to not choke it up in the last three games against the Nationals. But that is very a Mets thing very to do. Very Mets thing to do. But you know what? At the end of the day, I think if you're a Mets fan, I would love to win the division. But no matter what, the NL playoffs is going to be a dogfight in which some team is going to have to go likely go through multiple like yeah. multiples of 
other World Series contender teams. So let's let's go and talk about how, how we before the season we picked the playoff teams, right, and in each league, and we didn't pick division winners. So and then, um, and then after that, we're going to forecast and our. Then we'll do our play. We said we would do it at this. We'll point. forecast the playoffs, and we're also going to talk a little bit about who we think are going to win the major awards this year. Well, we did that, you know, a little bit in you oh, know, yeah. in, in terms of our, our our last podcast. So maybe we'll we'll save that if we think that anything has changed, you mm. know, from what we talked about last week. But I, I don't really think so. I mean. Shohei, you know, is more amazing than than ever. Right, and that's the only kind of reason why I wanted yeah. to bring it up. Well, I mean, he's we, been unbelievable recently. I mean, what did you say before that? So if he pitches one more inning and he gets to 162 innings, which qualifies you for all the postseason awards, he would be in position to be a Cy Young candidate. He would have a I, – I, I don't think he'll win it. Right. I think McClanahan will probably win it because – There are a lot of guys in the American League that could, Framer but I, I think McClanahan – right, 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 right. There's a right. bunch of guys. But anyway, because, again, McClanahan's been unbelievable. Yeah, that like unbelievable start just recently. But anyway, but he would qualify in his season overall. Like his numbers are better than Corbin Burns's and uh, Cy Young winning from the NL last year. It's not really fair to compare, but it's just interesting. I saw that uh, Shohei has 3.8 B war this season as a hitter and 9.8 B war overall, which means my math skills that he's got six war as a pitcher. Um, and I'm actually surprised that his B-War is only 3.8 as a hitter. He has not been as dominant a hitter as he was last season, but he's been a much, much more dominant pitcher. He's been unbelievable this second half. And for those that are wondering, yes, Aaron Judge has over a 10-War for this season, yeah. and that's we've been through this He's going to hit 62, and it'll be really good. Yeah, we think anyway, going something. back to the playoffs, I think we did the NL pretty good justice here. Okay, so we both had the Mets and the Braves, and we, neither of us wanted to pick a division winner because we wanted the Mets to win, and we didn't want to make the commitment to it. So, and and it turns the, out we're right. Yeah. right they're, they're, they're basically tied near at the end of the season. So And, um, and the Brewers we had there the division championship got that right we picked the dodgers not a real reach there not a real reach there <laughs> and then we picked the giants yeah that, that wasn't a good one. that wasn't so good and and so we got that wrong and then i picked the padres um, and you pick the Phillies. Well, the Padres are likelier in than the Phillies right now because they are trying to beat the Brewers. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of those teams won't make it. So uh, maybe I did a little bit better in the National League, but it didn't work out that way for me right. in the American I, League. I think our big mistake was the Cardinals, obviously, you know. Yeah, with a new manager, I, I felt, you know, they replaced, you know, Mike Schilt after he won 17 in a row last year. They made the playoffs. I thought that was I crazy. I that staff with Adam. Yeah. You didn't, I didn't expect Adam Rainwright to do it again and to have the year that flaherty not had right right, right? he didn't really pitch very much and he was their number one pitcher goldsmith and aaron and and michaelis had a good season when they needed him to have a good season so we got enough from their pitchers and their offense was they're gonna be a tough out you know that lineup can give teams problems so they're they're gonna you know they're gonna have elite hitters like that you can be a playoff threat they're gonna host the series so they're probably gonna get the phillies or the brewers I'd expect them to probably I, – I think if I'm the Cardinals, I'd probably rather play the Brewers. Yeah. I, I, boy, they know them. They know Certainly. Them. I, I just from, – from, from my perspective, just talk about those two hypothetical series. Just because if you're playing the Brewers, you know they're pretty good at pitching, but that lineup can't really frighten uh, you. I, I feel the same. And the you the would, Brewers are hitting challenge. They're hitting challenge, especially in comparison to the Phillies. That Phillies – the problem with the Phillies team is you could just lose a game to the Phillies because of one bad inning. 
You know who's done very little for the Phillies since he came back, and I'm sort of tipping my hand here. Yeah. Like that. But did you see how how off Harper's been since he came back? He's been like 220. Hand He's got in, like one he, home He was run. coming off the hand injury, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Hand injuries Obviously. can really mess with hitters. But that was such a big deal to get him back, and it's been such a non-issue, you know, uh, overall. And, and the so, Phillies fans are apoplectic right so now. so that would be one side of the bracket. Right. Well, what, what, yeah, yes, yes. We'll go on. We'll, we'll discuss that more later because we have to talk about the team that nobody talks about, the Dodgers. Yeah, we kind of ignore that. Uh, like we, okay, the Braves are the world champions and all that. Like, the Dodgers, the Dodgers, the Dodgers have won 106 games or more in three consecutive full major league seasons, meaning in the pandemic year 2020, they didn't obviously, but in 19, 21, and 22, that is the first time in major league history that a team has won 106 or more games in three They're seasons. Really we don't really talk about the Dodgers because when you think about it, okay, yeah, we'll lose Walker Bueller. He won't pitch for us. And Kershaw's going to be in and out of the lineup. We won't have Dustin May for most of the year. Yeah, that doesn't really matter. We'll we just, just still pummel everybody. And 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 the and the pitching is still really, now, really good. Now, are they helped because of their division? Because especially with the Giants struggling a lot more this year, they, they were so good, but they were not anywhere close to what they were last season. And then you have absolutely two really weak teams in the Rockies and the Diamondbacks. Like even though the Diamondbacks punched a bit, they, of, they played the Dodgers pretty tough. They, 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 they were plucky this season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like. Uh, again, when you're describing a team as plucky, it's kind of implicit how you're talking about them at that point. And 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 I think the Dodgers, we we just tend to overlook them. Uh, regional bias, maybe to a certain degree, so we you don't, don't see, see as many the, of their games. You don't watch them play, but so. we know how good they are. I mean, when you when you roll out Freddie Freeman, who's going to be the National League batting average champion, uh, Trey Turner with his hundred run score, his his thirty stolen bases, Justin almost. Ju- well, and, and and Mookie Betts. Yeah, I mean, you know, look, Cody Bellinger, former M- MVP, is. Like, of an afterthought on this team and max muncie's didn't have a great season yeah. you know chris taylor's batting 220 or 230 i was really surprised to see his his average so low the catcher uh will, will smith yeah he bats clean up for them so you know the, the dodgers are just and, and the only thing you might question as we get into the playoffs with them is their bullpen is you know training's been hurt most of the year uh they don't have you know a closer like they they don't have kenley jansen obviously i'm not right. sure that's maybe that's not a bad thing i don't know <laughs> You know, it's just not as impregnable as it in was the bullpen. In the past. They have Gratterall, you know, real good pitcher. So that, you know, they'll be tough, but they don't have that sort of lockdown, that air of invincibility. Closer. But the, the, if you're ahead, you know, haha, nine to four all the time, it really doesn't yeah, matter. Hummel just you just beat, and your starting pitching is so good that it's hard for teams to get runs early in the game. So every game just feels very oppressive and you can stretch your starting pitchers out because they don't need to go max effort because you're up seven, nothing all the time. So, so if the playoffs were to start, I guess now, or the way that we think it's going to go, I, they say the highest remaining seeded team would be the Cardinals as the division champion. Uh, the Mets would be the four seed mm-hmm. in that instance. Um, let's say the Padres are the five seed because yeah, they're we're ahead. talking as of today. And, and then the Brewers and the Phillies will be the six seed, whoever wins from those two. So that would mean that the Cardinals get the winner of that series, and then the Mets and the Padres would play three games at City Field. How do you like that series if it, the Mets if it comes out? Struggled that way? with the Padres this year, and the Padres have pretty good starting pitching, and they have a heck of a lineup. But that lineup's never really gelled this season. 
Yeah, it's it's they they have individual guys who at any moment can be very hot and very good. I mean, look, you got Juan Soto and Manny Machado in yeah. the lineup. You know, and even Brandon Drury, right? <laughs> Brandon Drury, right? Exactly. So, and Cronenworth has had a nice, you yeah. know, a nice end of the year. Uh, but it doesn't. They don't feel like a cohesive offensive unit. Yeah, and they have not scored runs at, in a way that would make you think they have, that they have some good starting pitching. Uh, they made the bizarre trade you know, to get Josh Hader, who's who, been. Was gotten better, you know, awful to start and maybe coming on just at the right time, you know, for them. And they certainly need him to be every bit of as good as he could be because they desperately need him to be good for that bullpen to really be a force. But I think if you were a Met fan, you'd feel pretty good about a three game set in City Field. I you're going to you're going to roll out Max, Jake and they, Bassett they, probably right. They've struggled recently in a playoff game. I trust them. So here's here's the the bad side of this, right? So the struggle with the winning division still matters for the Mets and the Braves, right? And the Mets have this, so so this is weird because the first three games of the season are going to be played at the end of the season, meaning the three games that were supposed to be played uh, as as a result of the pandemic postponed to the end of the season. So the Mets, instead of ending the season in Atlanta with this epic series, come home to play three straight against the Nationals, um, who are you know a, a basement team who love to play spoiler, obviously, yeah. and and so the Mets are going to you know as we said. It's so Metsium for them to do that. And so if you get to that Wednesday game and you need that game to tie the Braves, because by tying the Braves, you, you win, win the division, division, you're going to pitch Jake. Yeah. Oh, 100%. You're going to pitch Because Jake. the difference is for the Mets, the Mets look at having, because this is where the, the, the ripple effect happens. It's not so much having to play the Padres round one. But the problem is, is if you have to play the Padres round one and you get past them, you now have to go to the NLDS and play the Dodgers. Right, if you if you win, and if you win, <laughs> and then if you somehow win that, you get to go to the NLCS and likely play the Braves. Yeah, yeah, so it's a it's a gauntlet. It's a gauntlet then, and then you would. But but now the thing is, is if you end up do running that gauntlet as a Mets fan, you pretty much get to have this. Say no, we took out the Dodgers, the Braves, and probably the Astros in succession. You are unquestionably the best team. And and I think in 2015, when the Mets went to the World Series, they beat the Dodgers and the Cubs, and I think that they were thought to be. You know, not as good as both of those teams, but their pitching carried them through, and uh, and they I, got offensively crazy hot in the Cubs series and, until and, and and not in the World Series, unfortunately. So I, I think that that's not that dissimilar to what you're seeing now. You're relying on your pitchers to sort of carry you through. You don't I, have a lineup as deep I, as the Dodgers, certainly. No, but I think it, just to compare Mets lineups, or the, the 2022 Mets lineups is much better than the 2015 Mets yes, lineup. Yes, but they still don't measure it up to the Dodgers and the Braves. No, 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 neither. Both of their line, even I'd, I'd say that the Mets and the the Cardinals lineups are yeah, probably yeah. more I think that's, similar. I think that's fair. I think the Mets have probably performed better throughout the season as a whole, but the Cardinals superstars have been much more potent. And 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 right, right. I mean, and Arenado and Goldschmidt have been amazing. Uh, and and so you know, Met fans are crazy, right? We've been watching this go, and and they're all ready to you know throw their Jump hands up in this team. Oh, they lost two to the Braves. They're finished. Jake and Max are done. You know, this is this is the how could you pay all that money for these guys that can't pitch in the clutch? Met fans are crazy. They they're absolutely bonkers crazy. So if you said before the season, Met fans, you're going to be in the playoffs, and and you have a good chance at winning a round, and you're going to play in the division series, and you're going to play either a really good Dodger team or a good Brave team, and you might not win that series. Do you sign up for that? You would sign up for that in a heartbeat. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, you would. You would want to be in there. You want to be in the postseason. You want to have a mix because I, I think the tough thing about the postseason is that if you're looking at it from the a the NL perspective, it is a bloodbath. 
Right. Every because you have three because realistically we've talked about this, you know, just off air, maybe even on air with that. We really look at there's kind of like four real strong World Series contenders right now based off of the current play, mostly in the second half. That being the Astros, the Braves, the Mets and the Dodgers. And and more recently, I think you could begin to f- to filter in the Cardinals and, and the and the Guardians from the standpoint of they've, they've played, played better and better as the September went on. So I think right. yeah, you would increase the Guardians chances just because the Yankees have felt like they've sort of held serve to make the playoffs more than anything else. You know, they've just been shredding water for the second half. How did we pick the Giants? I just don't, I just, I keep like, like I look at the Giants. It was, I didn't think they were get good last year. I, I, and now I pick them this year. I think it's one of those things where it's like, uh, uh, you, you, it's very difficult to pick against success. Yeah. So you look at a team that won a hundred something games last year and you go, look, even if they're 10 games worse, they still win 94 games. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And 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 when I picked the Padres, and I thought it was gutsy of you to pick the Phillies because I still looked at that bullpen and went. I just uh-huh. I looked at that starting pitching and I looked at that lineup and I'm like, that's a team that wins score a zillion runs that can win a lot of regular season games. But the Padres did it all without Fernando Tatis Jr. And you put him in that lineup, and that's, that's, a, that's a, a different a team going into the playoffs. Lineup, I think it really right? makes a difference. Oh yeah. So um, on the American League side, we we didn't we do quite as well. Yeah, we struggled uh, a bit. We both had the Rays, um, although I think I. I even even joked at the time going don't you think there's going to be a year when the ray magic doesn't work like they, you know, they put it all together glass now doesn't pitch the whole season i mean what kind of a team is this and yet they come up with pitchers so, like crazy it's an absolutely fascinating graphic that was comparing a team's budget versus the overall amount spent on analytics the top two teams in percentage were the dodgers who spend an absolute fortune on it. And the Rays because they have a low payroll? No, the Rays, but their percentage is the same as the Dodgers. Of their payroll. Of their payroll. So what they do spend, what they spend on is their analytic department. So I think the Rays must be really, really good at using their analytics to identify players both through the drafts and in other teams' organizations that aren't being properly scouted that they can turn into players. I, I And I said it when we when we picked our manager of the year and I didn't pick Kevin Cash, and I said, I don't know how he doesn't get consideration because look at that lineup. I think it's the kind of... How works, do they do that? I think it's the kind of thing that you're going to have with the AL MVP. If you give it to him this year, don't you kind of have to give <laughs> yes. it to him every yes. year? Yes. If you're like, okay, yes. how does he do it with this lineup? It's like, he has that lineup every year. Okay, maybe those guys are better than we think. So we picked the Jays. So we got that right. We believed in that young lineup, and they came through for us. And we picked the Astros, which was not going out on a limb. No, that was a pretty easy one. Neither of us, because we're Met fans, clearly that has to only pick the Yankees to even make the playoffs. Yeah, that was bad of us. (laughs) I I, I still... uh, Our criticisms of them were shown clearly in their fall in the second half. The second half Yankees looked like the team we expected that wasn't going to make the playoffs. Okay, I, I'd say that's true, although I, the lack of hitting in the second half surprised me more. The fact that they got you, by with pitching the way they did amazed me. you would also me. say you couldn't expect Judge to be this No, no, I could not. Hit. So if you spread that out over some of the other guys, then the lineup's probably clo- performing closer to what you expected. So you got, you got I guess... 
an average year from Garrett Cole if you're the Yankees? Uh, he Maybe bounced slightly below average. Uh, you slightly know. above, depending uh, on where you viewed his fall from last season. You got a year you could have never expected from um, uh, our almost Coop Fantasy stalwart, Nestor Cortez. Cortez. Yeah, no, you couldn't have ever predicted so that. So that, that guy, you know, is going to be the number two starter in the playoffs. You got virtually nothing from Luis Severino. So if you would have said before the season, well, they're not going to have Severino. Uh, Domingo Herman won't do anything. Jameson Tyon will pitch a little bit okay at the beginning. You're going to trade Jordan Montgomery because you need some hitting, and he's going to go and pitch pretty well when he goes to St. Louis for a, a guy who barely played for the Yankees and Harrison Frankie Bader. Montes, who's going to be up and down if you're being mostly charitable. down. And, yeah. and then the and then the bullpen, which was so locked down early in the season, I think that's the thing that surprised me because when it was Michael King and Clay it Holmes, it was a bunch of guys. Like, where you're like, how what? are you doing this? And they were killer. I mean, Michael King was terrific, and Clay Holmes was dominant, and they didn't get much out of a Roldis Chapman the entire season. They no. just lost Zach Britton. For, for the year. Yeah, and but it, all of the decisions that did work for them, those the bullpen injuries, I think definitely was what strained the starting pitching too much. The warts in the starting pitching became evident because you couldn't count on the bullpen to go four innings and give up nothing like they were able to early on. Right, right, right. And then, so I, I think our fault on missing them. And then when I think we come to the AL Central, I know I fe- at least feel pretty good because we we had the Guardians predicted to be around third in the AL right, Central. Right, but nobody, we didn't pick up to make the playoffs. We picked the White Sox. We only picked the White Sox. How did the White Sox didn't somehow win that division? Because that, that, was, that was not a great division. I, I think all that reinforces is that it was just a really, really dumb decision. The reason the Guardians in part are so good is because the White Sox and Twins are so bad. Right. (laughs) And the the Twins, the Twins didn't surprise me because I don't, the Twins are a, they're they're the fake franchise. They're always, you expect them to be better than they are. I, I gave credence to Carlos Correa going there and putting the team on his back and the, showing them how to win. The thing is, is didn't you, quite happen. If you looked at Carlos Correa's numbers the last two seasons, he was not the guy that he was those first couple seasons when he came up. He was still a really good player, but he was not the tour de force that he was. He, you know, a, a lot of his reputation in my eyes, my eyes was in the playoffs. Right, the guy was clutch in the playoffs and in the World Series. That and, only matters when you get there, right? And so if he doesn't get there, he's not quite as valuable and he wants 300 and he wants 342 million dollars with a million more than 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 lindor who's gonna there's a lot of shortstops that are coming on the market uh you know in this offseason including marcus Semyon, Xander bogarts uh trey turner i mean that's a lot of shortstops they're not all going to get paid they're not the teams are not all going to shell out to pay them lindor money and i think of those guys turner is going to be the first one to get it so I I had the Twins. Um, you didn't pick another Central team. No. Uh, um, you picked another AL East team that wasn't the Yankees. No, and this looked like a really <laughs> – this was a bad pick. Let's see. By process of elimination, it wasn't the Orioles. No, which would have been a better pick than this <laughs> I think you're right. It was yeah. the Red Sox. Oh, that was I just whiffed on that one. You know that they've lost the last two games by 10 to nothing and 9 to nothing they to just, the Blue Jays? They just, <laughs> Talk about tank. They just went <laughs> off a cliff somewhere in the middle of the season. So uh, – um, but, but they, they they were also a team where like they had one of those seasons where everything that could possibly go wrong for them went wrong for them. Everybody got hurt, and they just the wheels. and good teams in that division. Let's face it, the, right. the, a, the Yankees, the division. Rays. That's 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 a tough division. And the Orioles played really good baseball this year and have a lot to look forward to. Right, that's going to be a rough division going forward. It is. It is. So, but you had the 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 good idea to pick the Mariners. You were on them the whole time. I was on them the whole time, and I was not. I did not pick them. I picked another team from the West that had a good 
two weeks. Yeah, okay. you looked real good at the beginning. Of I season. felt pretty good about the Angels back the first, before. Like, month. Remember the manager was still a guy named Joe Madden, I think, at the Hell time? Yeah. Um, yeah, that did not work out no, at no. all. And, and I, their you know, team, uh, see, see, their team like the Twins. You don't pick them. Yeah, you yeah. You can't pick them. Until they've proven it, you can't pick them. We're going to do a deep dive, and because they have only won one World Series, they'll be, be one of those early teams and that, and that kind of stuff. And I just, you know, again, we said it many times. Now, I feel so bad. Now, Shohei's coming back right, for another that year. That might be the biggest win they've had all season. Well, just, it just as a Met fan, it makes me happy because at least the Mets won't sit around and try to I, wait and try to I get Shohei. Say, <laughs> if they have another bad season, how big, how much money is he going to get when he becomes a free agent? How long can how, he do he this? Is, he is, <laughs> but if he does it again. He, he will be the most val- – because, like, think about the amount of instant publicity and fans you gain by having him. He is – because you gain an entire country becomes your fan base in an instant. Well, I, th- I think that you're, you're right because, like Aaron Judge is going to be in the playoffs this year, look, I, I basically watched almost every one of Aaron Judge's at-bats over the past week and all that because it's really exciting to watch. If Otani was in the playoffs? Oh, you'd want to watch any time he did anything on the baseball field. Imagine, imagine him pitching and hitting in the same playoff. It would be so cool. I want to watch him pinch run if he did. Yeah, you know, I just want to see him. I want to see him play more often and not for an angel team that's already wasting one generational superstar. It's not fair they get to ruin two careers like that. All right, so so take it one step further then. Um, do you think the new playoff format, um, because you've got the three games and all that, how, who benefits from that and who is hurt by it? I mean, you get more teams in there, but for a team trying to win the World Series, do you want to avoid that without no, question? It's, uh, the new playoff format is great because it protects elite teams. It does, and and I think it rewards the team by having three games at home. There's nothing much more you can do right. than give them three straight games at home. Right, exactly. You're you're basically looking at it because basically what you're saying is, look, it, it avoids situations where you have like the Dodgers and the Giants both winning 100 games or the Mets and the Braves both winning 100 games. And you essentially get punished for unfortunately having another elite team in your division. In this way, you get three games at home in the in the wild card round. But that's about the best reward that you can get for not winning your division. Right, right. You're still going to have to go and beat those teams in the playoffs. Eventually. Eventually. Now or later. So so in the American League, obviously the Yankees and the Astros will be the two bye teams in the first round. The Guardians won their division, so they'll be the three seed. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks pretty sure that the um, – I think the Blue Jays will be the four seed um, and, and then the – uh, Mariners and the uh, Rays Are will jockeying. be right for that. So that hasn't yet been determined. So the the Guardians will host either the Mariners or the Rays more likely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I think the Mariners are in the sixth position as of today. And the Jays, though, would host the three-game series in Toronto, which, all you know, I think there's no more restrictions, COVID restrictions, because that was impacting. That would have right. been something for the That's playoffs. That's going to be a that, – that Roger Center is going to be – Nuts. So, so uh, you know, I, I have, I don't know, I, I like the Jays. I, I think they have, you know, the, the upper hand in that ballpark Maybe and that, that team. The they're going to be playing the, uh, no, no, they're going to be playing the. Um, no. Yeah, yeah the, the Rays. Or they would be playing the Rays right now because the right Rays now, are right. five. Right, right. So. so you, that's you know, that's a blood series right there between those two yeah, teams. Yeah, that'll be very. And then the Guardians would play the Mariners, and that would be a fun uh, that would be a fun matchup because whoever wins that series would be fun to root for. And here's the thing about both the 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 Jays and the Mets, I will say, right? So, so let's let's say that they don't win and their then, divisions. And then the, 
Well, I would say, wait, what? Go on. Let's say they don't win their divisions. Right. Okay, the Braves win a division, the Mets are the, are, are the seed. So the, the Mets, I think, where they are and the Jays in their development would do well to win a three game series and go on as opposed to having the bye. The, 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 the Jays can't do that. But and, and then going into the playoffs, Colts. So then the Braves have been there. The Dodgers have been there. They're more the Mets battle, haven't done they're, they're this. They're more battle tested. Winning than a the series Mets. for the Jays and the Mets would give them, hopefully, the impetus to, you know, to keep on keeping on. And I will say, but in the American League, you have a very interesting thing because right now the guardians would be playing the mariners which would be very interesting because if whoever wins that goes on to play the yankees right depending on if they reseed uh they don't i I think they do reseed actually okay because then the mariners if they win play the astros no matter what but if the guardians win they play the yankees right that would be a fun that would be a very fun series yeah yeah and i think you know and that's just a regular old seven game series so we don't have any more of this the yankees they could lose a series. Well, you know, you've got you've got two pitchers that I think you can throw out there as starters, but the Yankees are going to need more than two pitches in, in, in a seven-game series. And both, I, and I don't know who their 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 other pitchers yeah, are going to be. be. Yeah, but you would probably say the same thing for like the Guardians once you get by like the first couple. Of uh, they've got no. Uh, they've got uh, McKenzie. Uh, they've mm. got Shane Bieber. They've got Quantrill. Um, you know, the, the, they, they, they're the Guardians the are the Guardians are good. You know, yeah. well, they, that, and that lineup is just a. A grinding lineup, right? And now. and you know, don't you bite your knuckle a little when you watch uh, Jimenez and and Rosario have? Not, he's their DH now, Rosario. Not really. I watch. I, I watch Francisco. Lind- you can watch Lindor. So, um, I, I think if you had to say your World Series teams, knowing what you know now, um, out of the AL, Astros. Okay, so the Astros doesn't matter who 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 plays them in the uh, AL CS. I would. W- I'm picking Astros against the field, and I'm taking the Astros. And how about in the National League? Well, the National League matchups are a little bit more interesting, I think, because so much is heavily predicated upon the NL East race. Because whoever loses the NL East, when you race, get the Dodgers, you're talking about when you end up getting the when Dodgers. You end up yeah. Then go because because if you lose the NL East race, your chances of going to the World Series drastically drops in my estimation. Because the chance of you going through both the Dodgers, the other NL East, NL East team, and then the Astros in succession. I mean, that's a brutal road. That would be a World Series champion team right. if they were able to do all that. So, but I'm not expecting any one team to do that. So I, I think it really, the winner of the NL East is probably, whoever wins the NL East will probably play the Dodgers in the that's the fair. NLCS. That's fair. And and you, who, who are you picking? In, are you picking the Dodgers to get there this year? This year, it's, I will say this. I've had this feeling all year. All year. Since about like, may that the Mets are just going to win the world series this year wow i just uh, that's like, a thought i won't even allow myself yeah, no, to I have had, like a confidence to it like oh no right, it's just right. that it's the, that it's just this is the year so you're saying a mets astros world series then that would be uh, I, i've had that feeling all year and before this brave series i thought i was going to get the confirmation of it that when they won this series right. against the Braves, they were going to go and they were going to When Alvarez came up like with Sher- the bases loaded like on Sherman Friday marching night. marching down to Atlanta in the Civil War, they were going to raise it to the ground. And that definitely did not happen. And so I, I think my faith in that has 
been weakened a bit. I think the Mets are still going to win the World Series. But wasn't that a moment on Friday night, right? When, you know, yeah. the Mets, the, the Jake gives up the three home runs, the Mets are losing, and then somehow they get the bases loaded in the ninth inning with Kenley Jansen on the mound. They bring the rookie up in his first game, and he swings mightily, and the mighty Francisco Alvarez has struck out. And, you know, and that was that, and it wasn't a moment to remember right. as we were hoping as, as Mets fans. But... I still think the Mets are going to win the World okay. Series. Okay, and I, I, I will go as far to say Dodgers, Astros in the World Series. I won't pick a winner because we'll, when we get to the World Series, we'll kind of talk about how we got there yeah. and, and what's going yeah, on. Come up. But I uh, can't wait for the playoffs to start. So you got Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We're off the, uh, when we drop on Thursday. That is the off day this week. Yep. And then the three games of playoffs, they're off the following Monday. And the uh, Division Series starts Tuesday simple. after that. Fun stuff. Wait. Me too. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform. And you can follow us on Twitter at AlmostHoops.